Most of the entrepreneurs find it very difficult to step into the shoes of a salesperson when they have come from a non-business background. So something like when they are artists, teachers, musicians, teachers or health experts or any such thing. And when you feel that you do not know how to sell, you just make things harder for yourself. So let's learn from our guest on today's show as to how she went on to make millions in a sales career without having any sales training. Fall in love with selling as you acquire the right mindset, selling style and sales process that helps you take your business solution to more prospects, potential clients and the world at large. If you are a women entrepreneur who is looking to get more sales, scale and sustainability in your business, you have reached the right place. I'm Roshni Baronia. Your host for the show is The Sales, which is all about helping you bring your authentic and influential self to each sales conversation. Hey, Nicole, welcome to the show. Happy to have you here today. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here, Roshni. This is exciting. Yes, please tell us a little bit about yourself, Nicole, and your business. Yeah, so I am a sales coach for health and wellness entrepreneurs. And I am also a certified health coach, which is where the passion for health and wellness came from. And I saw that a lot of other health coaches that I went to school with and that I got to know through networking once I became a health coach were not keen on sales. And not only were they not keen on sales, they actually just didn't like it, didn't want to do it and felt uncomfortable with it. And I come from a very successful sales background in the corporate world. And so I started to see an opportunity where I could help female health and wellness entrepreneurs learn how to sell and make this world a healthier place. So that's my big vision. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, I was just uh, reading into your story, your background. And of course, like you also mentioned that you were into the corporate sales career, but before that you were a math teacher. So transitioning mm-hmm. from non-business background, like teaching mm-hmm. to a thorough sales corporate career. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a massive change. So what was that transition like? And how did you settle in with a sales career? Yeah, that's such a great question. So it was a big, a big transition. You're right. And it, I was almost, um, I knew what I was doing. I knew I was leaving one career that I knew very well. And I was going into another career that I didn't know well, and I had no idea how to do it because I'd never done it before. But I was almost just oblivious enough to not understand how big of a change it was, if that makes sense. And it, it's ignorance is bliss. <laughs> Yes. And it's like, I had a little bit of that naivete on my side to just not really understand what I was up against. So I didn't quite know that it should be that hard. Mm -hmm. And of course, it, I, it, like, I'm not going to sit here and say it didn't come with its challenges. Certainly, I came up against challenges. I found out pretty quickly that there were parts that I was going to have to adjust to, acclimate to, get used to, learn. But my big thing, honestly, when I left teaching was I really liked competition. I really liked the idea that a carrot dangling in front of me was my job to chase every day. Wow. That got me excited. And I was a lifelong athlete. So there was an element in me that, you know, knew that that would be fun and exciting and motivating for me. And my big thing was, I wanted to be number one in the nation. And to be honest, I wasn't even sure looking back now if I knew what that meant. But I had friends for as long as I'd been a teacher, I had friends that were in sales that always talked about their ranking in their company. And it sounded so exciting to me. They'd be like, Oh, I'm number one in the nation this quarter, or I just blew my goal out of the water. And I'm I'm moving up, I'm going to be in the top five. And they would always have these conversations that sounded so cool to me. So I start my first day in the corporate world. And I walk into the office and meet all the new people. And they 
were like, why did you leave teaching to come here? And I said, well, because I want to be number one in the nation. And I got <laughs> laughed out of the room. Oh my God. So it was funny because that was my big goal, but it also was my big, I guess, target for people right off the bat where they thought that was funny. Like, oh, okay, that's cute. You want to be number one in the nation. Okay. You were a teacher before this. Good luck with that. Oh my God. And so I thought, is it hard? And they were like, yeah. And, and I'm looking at a room full of veteran salespeople. You know what I mean? Like, and they're like, yes, it's hard. We've never done it. And I was like, oh, well, okay, we'll find out. And and it was just, like I said, the, the, I guess, naivete that I had really worked in my favor. And uh, so it was challenging, but it certainly was something that I just had my sight set on and I knew I wanted to make happen. And I was willing to learn. I was eager. And I also didn't want to go back to teaching. So I had that going for me as well. I knew that I loved my years as a teacher, but I knew it was my time was done. And I wanted to make this new opportunity work so that I didn't have to go back to that. Wow. Awesome. Awesome transition. (laughs) So what Uh, were some uh, initial sales lessons which you picked up very quickly in the early stage of your uh, corporate career? Probably my favorite one was one that I heard on that very first day. So everybody that was in my office was very clear. I'd come from an education background. I was a teacher. And so they all were real nice about, you know, saying, I'll help you out. I'll teach, you know, whatever. So I go into the district manager's office on that first day because he called me and he said, hey, I know you're making this transition from being high school teacher. I just want to make sure that you feel supported, that you have everything you need. And I also want to give you some peace of mind. And I was like, oh, okay. And he said, listen, I know you feel like you need to know a lot before you can get started. I know you need to, you feel like you need to learn all these sales techniques and things that are going to make you successful. But I want to tell you the most important piece of sales advice you're ever going to hear. People are not going to buy from you because you have the best prices or the best equipment or the best services. Those are going to be things that might put them over the edge, but here's why people are going to buy from you. And this is the number one thing you need to remember in sales. People are going to buy from you because they like you. Mm -hmm. And if you remember that, you will always be successful. And it was the very first thing that anybody had ever told me about sales is people will buy from you because they like you. And then I personally, at this point would expand on that just a little bit to say, when they know you like you and trust you, they're going to buy from you. And him having that conversation with me. And again, I was still like, you know, just a little bit oblivious and like, Oh, okay, thanks. That's awesome. People are going to buy from me because they like me. And looking back now, I'm like, that really was some of the best advice I ever could have gotten right off the bat, because it's the truth. There's no strategy in the world that's going to make somebody buy from you if they don't like you and enjoy being around you. So people buy from people and they buy from people they like. Right. And come to think of it, it isn't very hard to make yourself likable. I mean, you just need to wear a smile and people will like you, isn't it? It's the easiest and the hardest thing in the world at the same time, because what you need to do is not make people like you. You need to be your authentic self and allow the people that like you to like you and allow the ones that don't to not like you. And to be and be okay with it. Yes. Yes. And be totally okay with it because it doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It actually is one of the best things that could happen when you become polarizing seems kind of like an extreme word, but it really is important for you to be polarizing to the degree that the people who know that they want to be there because they like you are the ones that stay. And the ones who don't, you want to be so authentic that the ones who don't like you know that that's not the right place for them. That's only fair to everybody involved in the process. You know, you don't want to lead somebody along only to find out down the road that they really don't like you or they don't really resonate with who you are and what you're all about, it's not fair to you and it's not fair to them. So being your authentic self is your superpower. It's tough because with that comes a lot of insecurities about yourself that you're starting to let out into the world and you have to learn how to be okay with yourself to allow other people to like you. Right. It just goes in to establish how much of a significance people 
people attached to this whole liking thing because once you put out a social media post you will check 10 times how many likes you've got on that post so yes we crave for liking <laughs> but at the same time we have to not attach our self worth to that liking to that perception of other people yeah. so well yeah. when you attach it to people liking you you also then without even realizing it become attached to people not like if yes. you're going to give weight to one then you essentially are also giving weight to the other and then you find yourself in a very tough spot because you're on this roller coaster of they like me they don't like me they like me they <laughs> right True. and can't give too much weight to the lovers or the haters you've got to show up as your authentic self no matter what because you know who you are in your truth and you're okay with that and you know the right people will come around absolutely so well said so nicole after the sales career in the corporate you transitioned mm-hmm. to being a business coach and a sales coach so what was it like for you to again transition into a new style of business so now from employee again you are transitioning into entrepreneurship that was a total new game again so what was it like for you how did you get your first few clients what was the process well i will say it helped to have experience on my side of having a bigger transition from not a bigger but another big transition from my past right. so i kind of been through that process before of knowing like okay this is a whole new world this is something completely different i to be honest don't know that i was anywhere near prepared for this one as I was I I let myself be oblivious when I went from teaching to the corporate world for this one I wasn't quite sure what being an entrepreneur was all about until I got into it and I didn't know how much personal development would be necessary oh, to yes. be a successful entrepreneur so that was the part that I feel like really was in my face right away. Well, it's like what we were talking about when you're looking, you know, you put a post up and you're looking at how many people like it. You're looking for this validation. You're looking and all of a sudden you're putting yourself out into the world in a new way that you never have and you're hoping people like you and you're kind of judging yourself about whether they do or they don't. And it's like, "Oh, was that post not good enough? Am I not good enough? Do I need to write a different post? Did I just not have enough eyeballs on it? Do I not have enough, you know, and you just all this self-doubt comes flooding in and it's really the biggest part of that shift for me was the personal development part. And even corporate, I had a significantly successful corporate career in sales. So there was no doubt in my mind that I knew how to sell, but stepping into the world of an entrepreneur it was a very different way of selling and a, a very different way of being. And so mm-hmm. although I did have that success in sales, now I was putting myself into a whole new world of being me and selling me completely and the mindset work. I I would say that's the that was the biggest piece. So, when I was still in corporate, you know, sales, I um I became a health coach. And so I knew health and wellness was my passion, and when I started to see how many women were health and wellness coaches by certification Mm-hmm. but not by application it started to really concern me because i thought you spent a lot of money you went and got certified you are fully trained in being a health coach and you're not doing anything with it and yet the world needs health and wellness coaches the world yes. is in the middle of a health crisis yes, and we've got people that sitting around yes fully and this was even before the pandemic and like i would arguably say now people more than ever are ready to kind of take the reins over their health and wellness and do some different things about it and this was even before that happened and i thought we've got people sitting around that are fully certified to help other people and they're not doing it for one reason and one reason only they were afraid of sales they were True. afraid of selling True. and i thought the world can't afford this the world can't afford to have all these people ready to help but not willing to help and i saw an opportunity to bridge that gap so when i got certified as a 
health and wellness coach, I really thought I'd be a health and wellness coach. And I was for a couple of years and I worked with clients, but where I saw that my strengths were being used more than anything is with my fellow health and wellness coaches, they would come to me and say, well, how do you do this? Or how do you do that? And one of them finally said, cause we would get together like once a month and we would have a big networking meeting and, you know, it was really fun. We'd, we'd all, it was, it was fun and work. And a lot of them would say, ask me sales questions because they knew of my corporate sales experience. And one of them, a good friend of mine finally said, you know, you should do this. And I was like, do what? She's like, every month we get together, you're helping us. You're telling us what to do in, in terms of sales and how to put ourselves out there. Why are you not helping women with this? Why are you not doing that as your job? And I said, no, cause I want to, I want to be a health coach. I want to help people get healthier. <laughs> And there the seed was planted. And as you and I both know in sales, the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. So the seed was planted where I was like, oh, I'm very clear. I'm helping all these people do this. But my big goal is I want to make this, you know, the world a healthier place. Then I hired a coach. And that is what I will tell you is probably the secret to everything for me and really to everybody is hire somebody that you know, like, and trust that has done what you are trying to do and stay coachable and let them lead the way. And when I hired her, my very first day, I sat down and she said, tell me about you. I told her my story. And without even knowing what my health coaching friend had told me about helping people with sales, this coach said, Nicole, you're a sales coach for health coaches. Do you often face feast and famine cycles in your business? Do you set lofty income goals but don't know how to achieve them? Then this is the time for you to wear the CEO hat and take charge of your sales with the personal sales planner. This sales planner is an all-in-one tool for solopreneurs like yourself to help you manage and grow your sales every single quarter. From mindset and motivation to strategy and implementation, tracking and monitoring to review and reflection. Everything that you need to crush your sales targets and meet your income goals is within this 90-day planner. So grab one for yourself from the link given in show notes at bit.ly slash psp-37. This is the best way for you to bring in predictable revenue growth in your business. So grab your planner from bit.ly slash psp-37. The link is given in show notes. Wow. Your position statement out there right away. (laughs) Okay. So now the seed was planted before and now it's just being nurtured a little bit, you know, because now she's basically confirming to me what my friend said. And I was like, well, but I want to make this world a healthier place by being a health coach. She said, you will have a bigger impact on making this world a healthier place. If you help those health coaches that aren't doing anything with their certification, get themselves out there because you'll be empowering them to go help the people that they know how to help if you teach them how to sell. Mm -hmm. And that's where it started. So that was my big first aha. Oh my gosh, I can take something that I do really well and still make this world a healthier place, even though it may not be the direct route that I saw. And that's what I would tell anybody. And I tell my clients now, you may have dreams and visions. Yes, hold on to those because that's what's going to pull you into where you're going, but stay open and stay flexible to what the universe might have in store for how you can make that happen. Right. right? This is the co-creation. We're not doing this on our own. And we may think we know the way, but sometimes that straight path that you see is actually not the straight path to get where you're going. There's a broken road to get where you're going. And there's going to be a lot of ups and downs and all arounds to get there. So stay open and stay coachable and stay available for receiving the way that you might not see now that will help you accomplish your dreams. Awesome. 
Awesome. That's so rightly said that be open and be coachable and receive what's there because you know, never know the plan. You never know the universe's plan. So yes, be flexible to accept what comes the way. And your plan is still important because it's what's getting you out of bed every day. It's what's getting you excited. So your dreams and your plan, like my dream of making this world a healthier place was important for me to keep pulling me forward. I just had to be open and stay flexible to how I was going to be able to make that happen and stay available for the ideas that maybe I couldn't see at my level, at my perspective, that would actually get there faster. Right. Awesome. Any two or three specific uh, sales mantras you would like to give to the listeners, which they can like every time have at their fingertip? Yeah. So the first one I would say is the very first one I ever learned, which is people will buy from you because they Mm -hmm. like you. And, you know, I think the idea that we make people like us needs to be, we we need to let go of that because you showing up as your truest, authentic self is why people will like you. It's why they will relate to you. And so there's no manipulation about this. You don't have to do anything other than be yourself. And that would be another sales mantra. And it's more of a mindset mantra that Mm -hmm. it's okay for things to be easy for you. I say that to myself every day. It's okay for things to be easy for me because when we are allowing things to be easy, we're allowing ourselves to be our true self. We're allowing us to be who we really are instead of trying to be somebody that we're not. And we all do this. We insert struggle in areas where it doesn't need to be because we think it needs to be harder than it is. We glorify struggle. Yes, we glorify it. And it's it's a societal conditioning as well because, you know, we've all been conditioned to believe that hard work is, is where success comes from. And I will be the first to tell you, I'm not saying don't work hard, but don't work hard trying to do something that ultimately is making it harder than it needs to be for you. Allow things to be easy. Allow you to show up as the version of you that's your best self. That's where you shine. And when you allow that to be easy for you, that is when you you are allowing yourself to receive what comes to you for being yourself. And so there's two mantras that I say every day, and they're very similar. One is it's okay for things to be easy for me. The second one is it's okay for me to be paid for things that are easy for me. Okay. And that's where we insert the struggle. Like I can't possibly receive this money for doing things that are easy for me, but what better way to earn money than in a way that's easy for you and the most natural for you to show up in this world. We should all be paid to do the things that are easy for us. You know, we look at pro athletes like Serena Williams. She's a gosh darn good tennis player. Well, that's exactly what she should be doing in this world is playing tennis. I'm not saying she doesn't work hard at it to hone her skill, but that's what she should be doing. My accountant, he's great with numbers. He's great with doing taxes. He should be getting, you know, so when we look at people's specialties, we should all shine in the area where we enjoy and are the best at, and that's okay. And we need to remind ourselves, it's okay to do the things that are easy for me and get paid to do that. So those are two of my favorite. It's okay for things to be easy. And it's okay for me to be paid to do things that are easy for me. And then just understanding that people buy from people and they want to buy a better version of themselves and they see it in you. Hmm. That's an interesting one. They want to buy a better version of themselves, especially for coaches, especially Mm -hmm. for the people that I work with, health and wellness entrepreneurs. Most of them have their story and their story came from their own journey. And other people will believe that it's possible for them when they see it in somebody else. And who better to help them through their struggle than somebody else who's gone through that struggle? 
Right. And so the believability in sales is really shared through the story. And so when you show up and you share from an authentic space and you share your story, other people will believe it's possible for them. And that's really what they're buying. They're buying the possibility. They're buying the belief. They're buying the better version of themselves that they see in you. Right. And when you show up as your authentic self, you are shining in your best version. Yep. And that's yep. how you make authentic self. Yes, exactly. And you don't have to try very hard to sell. Awesome. Yeah. And and I mean, the try is, you know, again, I, I don't ever want to act like there's no, it's not like you just get to lay around and be like, okay, I'm just being me. Everything's going to come my way. There's still work involved, but it's not the hustly exactly. rigorous work when you're just allowing yourself to be you and do it in the way that really lights you up and resonates with who you are at your core, who you are at your authentic self. Yeah. Thank you so much, Nikita. Those were some beautiful, beautiful thoughts and great inspiration that you shared with us today. I'm sure everyone who is listening to this episode is touched and inspired by the words and will surely go back and do something positive in their business. Oh, I sure hope so. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you today. Yes, it was so awesome to be here. Thank you so much, Roshni. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us today for this episode. I'm sure you were able to find some key learnings and takeaways from today's episode, which will help you grow your business to the next level. And if that's the case, make sure that you share this episode with two of your business buddies because you never know that they might also find some insight which will help them in their business. Knowledge, after all, grows by sharing it further, right? So do share it with two of your business buddies. Also, if you like ACSA's podcast, consider sharing five-star review and rating on Apple iTunes because that will help us take the podcast to many more women just like yourself who are looking to find sales success in their business. Also, it will mean the world to us, especially myself and my team who are putting loads of efforts to bring this podcast to you. And lastly, remember to connect with me on Instagram at Roshni underscore Baronia because I would love to know more about you, your business and what is it that you need help with when it comes to selling so connect with me on instagram leave a review and share the podcast with two of your business buddies i will meet you next thursday stay tuned and stay safe and happy selling